Hey guys, welcome to my show. Happy, happy new year. It is the year 2023. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, so I am so excited for this year. And I just have to say, I am so thankful to God that I made it to another year. So you know how normally most of us say that we're going to have a new year's resolution? Well, mine's is different. I actually have a word that I'm going to live by this year. And my word this year is commitment. Um, the reason why I chose this word is because every time I start something new, I don't finish it. Like, for example, um, I'm really big on making extra money or finding ways to make extra money, right? So um, there was an opportunity where I had to do that. And the, of course, during the process, it became a little too hard for me. And it required so much time and work and effort. And I just didn't have that, y'all. So I gave up. And I said to myself, if I'm going to be successful as far as financially, I need to expand my income. So I've got to be more committed to doing something on the side. Not only that, this word is also going to apply to me losing my losing weight. I am definitely on the weight loss journey this year because, y'all... I'm getting older. My weight has to go. Okay. It has to go. Um, this is something I have been battling with since I was a very young girl and, um, I need to work on myself now. I need to be healthier. I need to have a healthier mind, healthy body so that, you know, I can live a healthy life. You know what I mean? So that is my word for the year. Um, let me know what your word of the year is. What are you going to live by this year? Let me know. I want to know all about it. Okay. All right, so today I am talking about new changes, okay? It's the new year. Why not talk about these things? And with this series, I'm going to start off with jobs, okay? So you guys, we all know the job market has been a little up and down, going through some things, whatever, whatever, right? Um, but, you know, nowadays I've been seeing a lot of people are not loyal to their jobs. There are still few, a handful that are, but there are a lot of people out here that are just not really loyal to their jobs. And I'm gonna be honest, I happen to be one of those people. But y'all, by the grace of God, I was blessed with a new job, okay? So let me tell y'all what happened. So back in 2020, hey, 2022 last year um well actually it was like a few months ago but um i was working for a home delivery pharmacy and i was working from home i'm not going to say what the name of the job is i don't want to put their business out there like that but i'll just tell you that much i was working for a home delivery pharmacy and i was working from home okay this job y'all when i started i started this job back in 2020 and it gave me a run for my money so in 2020, I was pregnant with my second son. He is a beautiful baby boy and I love him so much, but he drives me insane. Okay. And, um, you know, I was pregnant. I was about six, seven months pregnant when I started this job. So, you know, it required me to be at the doctor's office quite a bit because they wanted to make sure 
that everything was okay with the baby. They wanted to make sure everything was okay with me. Now, what I did not mention was that I I was high risk, high risk. Okay, I was I had a high risk pregnancy, so anything could have gone wrong. Being that I was high risk, so I had to be seen a little bit more, and they had to keep a little bit extra close eye on me. Um, I literally put my life on the line for this job, and I'll tell you why. Because I remember when I went to my first doctor's appointment while working at this job, they gave me a hard time about it, y'all. I had a doctor's note. I had everything I needed to tell them, hey, I'm going to be a little late. I have this doctor's appointment, whatever, whatever. And they were just like, well, you signed up for this job. You said you could do this, this, and this. And I can. And I wasn't lying about that. I could do the job. But keep in mind, my health comes first. So the manager there at the time, he just gave me such a hard time. I was in tears, y'all. I was crying. And I was like thinking to myself, I need this job. I need this job. I need this job. So I decided to stop going to... I canceled all my doctor's appointments. I stopped going to the doctor's. And I was literally just in training, trying to be committed to this job. By the time training was over, um, I finally had made an appointment. My doctor fussed at me and was like, hey, why didn't you come see me? Blah, 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 blah. And I apologize. I'm so sorry. My job was really giving me a hard time for the one day I did take off of work to be seen. And so after I had my son, I had him in August. I got a letter in September letting me know that I had been let go from the practice. So basically, I couldn't come back to that facility anymore to be seen. They let me go um, because I wasn't being committed to the appointments. And I was just thinking, wow, like, I just can't believe this. So I had to find a whole new OBGYN. It was a mess. And, you know, as I was working at this company, um, I had a lot of ups and downs here. Um, I will say th- during my time there, I got a raise. Actually, I got a raise twice within a year. So I was very grateful for that. But then towards 2022, this is when things started to shift for me a little bit. So my son um, has just turned two. And during the time, I was on an adventure to explore new opportunities. So I was really into acting and modeling. I love it. Um... Now, I'm not going to say I have given up on that, but that I'm going to say this story for another day, another time. What I will say about that, though, I'm taking a break from it um, because I have other priorities I need to focus on being a mom, a wife, and just overall, I have other priorities. And acting and modeling is just not that priority for me right now. Um, but going back at the time I was really into it I was so into it that I went to a conference in Florida where I could be seen by agents and managers and you guys I have to say I had the best time I met so many beautiful people there so many individuals different ages different races it was just a beautiful experience I had a really great time um the problem with this trip it drained me dry literally I, I I wiped out my savings, the little bit that I had, plus the money I was getting from work, like my savings was completely gone. So I had to start over. So long story short, I ended up getting signed to an agency and I decided that I wanted to be fully committed to being an actor model. Now, um, 
doing that, it requires a lot of flexibility because with flexibility, um, you need to be open to be able to shoot at any time. Um, it doesn't matter if you have a job or not. You need to have that flexibility to be able to be on set or to be at the photo shoot. And I'll give you, I'll tell you this much. They do not give you times note. Like they'll, they'll give you times maybe like a week, two weeks. Maybe if they're kind, they'll even do three weeks in advance. But um, anything beyond that point, you can forget it. You are not going to get enough time to um, be available to them. You have to be able to say, I can commit to this. I can do this by this date and time. So that's one of the issues I ran into. And I realized that being an actor and a model was a lot more challenging and difficult than I thought. And I needed to have more flexibility and I didn't. So while at the job that I was at, um, I was dealing with a lot of BS. And um, I'm going to throw this in there before I continue this. So at my current, at my previous job, um, not current, previous. My previous job, um, as I mentioned earlier, I, I was working for a home delivery pharmacy. And we were getting a new client. And if you are familiar with the insurance called Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. So the pharmacy that I was working for, we ended up getting this new client blue cross and blue shield y'all and you know i was just so aggravated with that process i was aggravated with everything because originally i was originally working with members who had medicare strictly medicare if they had medicaid and all that stuff i didn't work with them i had strictly medicare with blue cross and blue shield that was a little bit different i'm now working with people who have who have their insurance through their jobs and people of all ages. So I'm working with children. I'm working with people my age, people in their 40s, people in their 50s, retired people. I'm working with everybody. So Blue Cross and Blue Shield, when we got this client, y'all, it was hell. Okay. And a lot of people from that insurance didn't understand that that was not a decision that my previous job had made. That was a decision that Blue Cross and Blue Shield had decided to make. So the job I was working at had nothing to do with that. Y'all, I do apologize. My son is in here playing with my oldest and he's a little bit roughhousy, but it is okay. Mason. Okay. And I think it's his nap time. Yeah, I'm trying, okay? I'm trying. Okay, so, um, yeah, that was a decision that Blue Cross and Blue Shield decided to make. We, the company I was working for, did not make that decision. And, of course, the members didn't understand that. They gave me a very hard time. And it wasn't just me. It was actually all of the um, coworkers I had and I was working with at the time. And so, let me tell y'all something before I get back on... Um, this change I made. So there was a lady I was working with. She called in for her son. Her son, I want to say, was maybe three, four, five. I don't know. The little boy was kind of young. 
or maybe a little bit older than that. I don't really remember. And I'm going to tell you, it was her fault. It wasn't my fault. It was her fault. I'm just going to throw that out there. She calls in because she was trying to order her son's medication. She got upset because she never received it. So she wanted to know where it was. So I, I asked her some questions about the medication. I looked it up and I told her, I said, well, ma'am, this medication was never ordered, but I'd be more than happy to place it for you today. Well, no, I should have it right now. Blah, 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 blah. Just going in and in. She, this lady was going in on me, y'all. So I'm sitting here like, okay, let me see what happened. Let me just kind of look around to see what happened. And I'm the type of person, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there also. When I get customers that are upset and they're constantly fussing at me over something I didn't do, I put the, I am quick to put them on hold because I just do not have the mental strength to deal with it. I, I don't. Um, so I put them on hold so they can calm their nerves, they can calm down and all that stuff. Um, so I put her on hold to see what happened, why she didn't get this medication. After checking about four or five different times, four or five different places, I had the same answer at the beginning of the call. Well, ma'am, this medication was never ordered. The last time you ordered it was about 90 days ago. You never ordered this medication. And I guess she just didn't like that answer. So me and her going back in circles. And I, I, my best advice I can give you, give her was that she need to call her insurance to see if she can get a 30 day supply. Now, let me stop right here. Cause you're probably thinking, well, why would she have to do that? So let me just give you a little tip here. Anytime an insurance company uses a home delivery pharmacy, depending on if the pharmacy is the pharmacy benefit manager, more than likely that pharmacy that you're using, the home delivery pharmacy is a third party pharmacy. Which means they are strictly filling your medications. Anything regarding claims, um, all that stuff has nothing to do with the pharmacy. They are not going to answer that for you because they are not the pharmacy benefit manager. Now, had we been the pharmacy benefit manager, we can answer questions like that. And we can even help uh, people get a short-term supply at a local pharmacy. The pharmacy benefit manager has that capability of doing that. But anytime you are working with a third-party pharmacy, that means you're getting your medication strictly filled. So like, for example, um, if you're going to CVS or you're going to Walgreens and you need your medication filled, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're just going to fill it. They're going to give you the price that's um, ran through your insurance on what your insurance is going to cover and what you have to pay for. Um, if you, um, yeah, so basically... There's nothing else they can do. So if you have questions on why your medication is priced a certain way or why it's a little bit higher than it was the last time, guess who's got to answer that? Your pharmacy benefit manager. And more, more than likely, it's your insurance or it's through your insurance, okay? I just wanted to throw this out here in case anyone gets confused about that. Okay, going on. So I told this lady, I said, well, ma'am, you need to go to your insurance and talk to them and see if you can get a 30-day supply at your local pharmacy. That's all I could do, y'all. There was nothing else I could do. And she got really upset about that. I'm not paying this, this, and this, and this, and this, and I'm not going to this one. I said, okay, I understand. But your son needs his medication. He, he's almost out. And we don't want anything to happen to him. You need to go talk to your insurance right, right now. Y'all, she kept me on the phone for extra 30 minutes. And I literally, at this point, I am losing my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, ma'am. Like, we were on the phone for 30 minutes, extra minutes, 
and I'm literally repeating at this point, I'm getting annoyed. I was being patient. Now, after about 10, 15 minutes, I was like, all right, I'm good. But at this point, we're not getting nowhere. So finally, by the grace of God, she hung up on me, y'all. She hung up and I was like, thank Jesus. So then I'll share another instance with you. I had another call where this lady was on opioids and she was on a lot of them. Now, opioids are handled a little bit differently because, you know, they some people, when they get opioids, they abuse them, right? So apparently that's what this lady was doing. She was abusing it. And so the pharmacy, the pharmacy I was working for, they found out and they investigated her and they put her account on block. Tell me why, y'all, I got this lady's call two days in a row. She gave me a hard time. She was so persistent on getting her medication. She would not stop calling. She called in, I think, 15, 15 times, but I ended up getting her twice. And the second time I got her, she called with her insurance and there was nothing they could do because guess what? The pharmacy now has in, is in control of this because when you abuse an opioid, they're going to investigate and they're going to find out why. So in her notes, we, I think they, the pharmacy called her doctor. They wanted to verify things. They wanted to make sure she was using it safely and all that stuff. And y'all, this, this call less than an hour and she would not get off my line. She was cussing me out. She was getting upset. She started crying. And then she cussed me out again. I said, Lord Jesus, just help this lady. And I couldn't, I couldn't. And so I started getting more calls like this. And I even had a lady tell me I didn't know how to do my job. And she, like, it was just too much. It was mentally getting to me. My son was home with me. My manager was complaining that she could hear my son. My son wanted my attention. Mentally, y'all, it was driving me crazy. So I had to, I left and I did, I didn't leave because of the acting and modeling. I left because I needed mental stability. So I let that job go. So I know earlier I was talking about modeling and acting and how you need flexibility, but it's true. And since I had left that job, I figured I could work from home and with a more flex, with more flexibility. So I did that. Um, and it just didn't work out. And I, I had to come to a realization that, you know what, this is just not something I need to do right now. I need to be more involved with my family. I need to help my husband. I need to be more involved with my kids any way that I can. So um, I ended up finding another job working from home. I was so grateful for that. And I'm going to be honest, I just kind of took this job because I needed something right now. But... Y'all, the Lord was looking out for me, okay? Because um, I have, at the time I was using Indeed to find jobs and I ended up finding the job that I was working for previously, which wasn't a bad job. But I was on LinkedIn. Um, I have a LinkedIn account. I've had it since I was in college. So I say maybe I've had it since 2012, maybe. Um, and I had different employers reaching out to me to apply for their company. A lot of them were temp jobs and I was willing to take it because I needed something like right now. So there was one lady that reached out to me on LinkedIn and she was like, hey, apply for this job. And I read through the job description and I told her, and I, I told her right away, I said, ma'am, I don't qualify for this job. Um, you need degrees and all this stuff. You need all this experience. I disqualified myself before I knew that I was qualified. 
So the lady reached back out to me. She said, I want you to apply anyway. I said, okay. I just had all this doubt because I, I didn't think I would get the job. The job was way above my pay grade, uh, way above what I would get paid. I didn't know that until I actually, well, let me, let me finish. Um, it was, it just looks really important. And it looks like, it looks very important. I didn't think I'd qualify. So I applied for the job. I never heard back. I waited for about a month before, I, maybe two months. I didn't hear anything. So in my mind, I just knew. I said, I'm not getting this job. I'm not getting it. So that's when I found the other job that I started working for, um, literally like a few weeks ago. And y'all, my son's in my room now, so I'm sorry about the noise. So I'm here at this job that I started. I started back on November of 2022, so it wasn't that long ago. And um, I got a call. I got a call. Or no, I'm sorry, an email to do an interview and for, for the job that I applied for like two or three months ago. I said, oh, wow, okay. So I did a video interview. I had to do it quick because I, be I had to be on for work at my other job. So I did the interview. I said, and I'm just so, I'm just doubting myself. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I got another email to do another interview. So I'm over here, I'm over here freaking out now. It's like, oh my God, okay. Um, but this interview was a little bit different. I, I've never experienced this one was like a written interview. I was like, okay, whatever. So I did the interview. And I'm just thinking, they're putting me through all this. They're not gonna hire me. I'm just get I'm being doubtful. And the reason why I was doubting myself was because it was a time where when we had just moved down here from Charlotte. Um yeah, we had just moved here from Charlotte, uh, to Charlotte. I'm sorry. This was back in 2016. And I was looking for a job. And um, it was Ashley's Furniture. And the pay at the time, which I thought was good, was like $12 an hour. At the time, that thought that was good, y'all, because I wasn't making $12 an hour, okay? So don't judge me. Um, but I thought it was good. And I had like three interviews. And I thought I was just confident I knew I could get the job. And then um, one day, a lady followed up and said, at this time, you don't qualify for the position. Y'all, when I tell y'all I was pissed, I was so pissed off, okay? So anyway, going back to what I was telling you about. So um, I told y'all I did this written interview, right? Well, then um, I ended up getting another... I got a phone call now saying, hey, we want to do another interview with you. I'm over here freaking out. Like, like my heart is beating out my chest. Like, okay, all right, cool, great. So I did the interview. Um... It, it went well. I was very professional. I smiled. I engaged. I laughed. I had a great time at this interview. So about two or three weeks went by. I'm over here like, oh, my God. Like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, they're not going to call me. And I just happened to be at work. I was on my break. I got a phone call. I said, who is this calling me? The lady says, hey, I'm looking for Sherelle Moss. I said, this is her. She's like, well, hi, I'm I'm such a I'm I'm such and such calling from this company. I said, hi, how you doing? She said, well, I just want to send an offer to you, y'all. When I was, I tell y'all, I was crying. I prayed. I gave God all the praises. I said yes. And when she told me the pay, I said hell yeah. <laughs> because I can't tell y'all how much I'm getting paid, but um, I was so happy because one, this was a job I automatically disqualified for. I didn't think I fit the requirements because this job, you had to have a degree um, in social work. 
and you needed experience. I don't have a degree in social work. I went to school for it, but I don't have a degree in it. Y'all, when I tell y'all I was jumping up and down, I was crying. I said, wow, thank you, God. So this new year has started off so great for me because I started my new job um, at the beginning of this year, and I am loving it. I'm scared because I haven't taken calls yet, but I'm so scared, <laughs> but I'm happy because I'm I'm embracing this new job. I feel like I'm, I feel like there's going to be a lot of growth here. I think there's going to be a lot of, of course, there's going to be some challenges, but I feel like overall, I think I have a good feeling about this job. So I am super excited. So, um, yeah, sometimes, you know, God has other plans for you and we are so quick to limit ourselves to what we think we could do, but God has way bigger plans for us. And so I am just so humbly grateful that I have this job. Um, and that's, that's the beginning of my new change for me. That's, that's changes. Um, sometimes you have to do away with old and bad things and do something new. And so this is definitely something new because Y'all, I went through a lot. Like, I went to school for social work, and I didn't finish. Um, one, because I was pregnant. This was back in 2013. And two, um, I had some financial issues going on with the school I was going with. And I couldn't, I had to literally start over. Um, and during that time, y'all, during that eight, nine-year period of time, I worked all these little crazy jobs. I worked in daycare. Um, I worked as a pharmacy technician. I worked in retail, like I worked in a call center as a customer service rep. Like I had some jobs and they were terrible. I actually hated all of my jobs. But to get this job that I needed a degree for, which I already went to school for, but I didn't finish. And to now get the experience, y'all, I am beyond grateful. Like I can't even, there's no other words. I'm grateful because, you know, who knew I would be getting a job in a field that I went to school for seven, eight years ago. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, and I never got, I never got a degree. So I am, when I say I am humbly grateful to God, I am humbly grateful. And this new year for me, that is my biggest change with the new year is that I've started a new brand new job working from home and I'm just so grateful. So yeah, that is my story. That's what I wanted to share with you. And I just want to leave you with this, this note. I'm thinking, y'all, let me get my thoughts together. Okay. Change is coming. It will come. It comes when you at least expect it, okay? And I know there's some of you guys out there, you're working these terrible jobs. You don't feel happy. You don't, you're just, you're, you're overworking the job. You're underpaid. But I'm telling you, Change is coming. Don't don't give up. Don't stop believing. It's coming. It's coming for you. And I believe that for you. If it can happen for me, it can happen for you too. But just trust, trust in yourself, trust in God, be patient. And remember what I had to learn. God is the center of our lives. He is in control of everything and you have to trust him. And I know that's easier said than done. But it's the truth. Trust him. Trust Jesus. Change is coming. Okay. I believe that for you. So with that being said, y'all, that is the end of my time on the show today. I really hope you all enjoyed my story. 
Um, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys. Um, and, you know, earlier I told you all to let me know what your word is for the year. So I still want to know what is your word for the year and what are you going to do to stay true to your word? So on that note, y'all, I hope you all have a blessed day. I love you. Peace and blessings. Take care. Thank you.